What it do, baby? Yeah, you already know. What it do, baby? What it do, Clipper Nation? Welcome back to Shoot the Tray. I am, of course, your host, Trey Gamble, and we are back for the first episode in such a long time. I'm so sorry. I have been so inconsistent with recording. I've just been so caught up in emotions, and you know, after every game, man, it's so hard to record because I'm either so sad or so hyped that I just... I just can't, I can't hit the record button without screaming or doing something like crazy or like a little too extra, but it's the day after game five, uh, I'm fresh, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to kind of talk about the game, no notes is headed tonight, uh, last night's game, excuse me, um, I've been doing a whole lot of episodes where I just been kind of going off the dome, and I like that a lot more, because I can kind of look at, you know, my tweets to kind of remind myself uh, what to talk about um you know like my tweeting during the game my retweets um you know just kind of gives me you know some thoughts um about you know the game last night it kind of reminds me of some points that i could possibly miss and you know i want to make sure i cover as much as i can so i haven't recorded at all during this whole entire jazz series and i really am sorry for that i've had a ton of fun watching the series um i've been live tweeting every game um i don't think i've missed the game yet to be honest no i've, I've watched every game I've tweeted every game, um, and yeah, so let's uh, let's get into our first segment. Um, you guys all know, um, yesterday morning, uh, I think the report came out at like 6 a.m. Uh, Pacific time, so I was still sleeping. I was sleeping, I'm sure all of you guys were still in bed as well, um, but I was just chilling. Um, I woke up, um, I think around 7.30 is when I woke up, check Twitter, I, every morning I wake up, I check Twitter. And, you know, I was scrolling and I kept scrolling, you know, I'm doing my thing and the most dreadful news I could have ever woken up to. My day was completely ruined, I thought. Um, I woke, I, I checked Twitter and I saw the, the Kawhi Leonard news that he was going to be out for game five. And later reports were saying that it could possibly be an ACL injury. And um, it was rough. Uh, my entire day was pretty much ruined at that point. It's a 2-2 series. Your best player goes down. But I didn't lose faith. I This team has mastered, absolutely mastered the next man up mentality. And I felt confident as hell going into tonight. We still had the best player in the series, Paul George. Oh my gosh, I can't even I can't even say enough about what that guy did to last night. We'll get into that in a second, but I was just so confused by the whole timeline. It was such a weird timeline with Kawhi these past forty eight hours. There were reports of him flying to with the team to uh, Utah, and then he flew back to LA after they got like a further diagnosis or whatever. So Kawhi was not in Utah last night for Game 5. He was in L.A. rehabbing, uh, getting some further scanning. I think they have to wait for the swelling to go down before they can get any further MRI to kind of di uh, dictate the severeness of the injury. So we are desperately waiting for that. Um, hopefully it comes out sometime today before Game 6 to see what's really going on with Kawhi. But, I mean, I guess you could somewhat be optimistic. The fact that he stayed in for a few more minutes and he was walking on it and he seemed fine after the game. Um, so that kind of gives me optimism that it's not like any ACL tear or anything. 
Um, so I guess I'm, I'm a little bit optimistic about that, but I definitely don't think I'll be playing in this Jazz series. I'm pretty sure he's probably done for the rest of the playoffs, but I still have my hopes up. Maybe if we could get move on to the conference finals for the first time in franchise history, he'll be back maybe in time. Obviously, he's not going to be 100%, but hopefully some miracle happens. But immediately when I saw the news, I thought of the Clipper curse, and I thought of all the past playoff rounds that the Clippers have suffered with their best players getting injured in the playoffs. And, um, I mean, all those years, man, Chris Paul getting hurt, Blake Griffin getting hurt in the playoffs. I mean, you think about the Blazers series, Chris Paul and Blake Griffin getting hurt within minutes of each other, if I remember correctly. And then um, that Jazz series in 2017 where Blake Griffin hurt his toe um, and then Chris Paul had to carry us. In that game three, um, I don't know, man. It's just it's just crazy to see how many times this team has gone through the fucking. I don't even know how to describe it, man. It's just I don't even know what to say anymore about this thing. I never was one to believe in curses. I know the whole Clipper curse thing is something that's been going around for a long time now, but I never ever believed in it. And so uh, this is really pushing it for me. I really do think that the Clipper curse is now a thing. I don't want to believe it, um, but you know this whole Clippers taking control of this series pretty much. The Clippers had this thing figured out. They were definitely going to win this series full, fully healthy, and I still think they're going to win it. But this is just the most Clipper thing ever to have their best player go down in a series where they have taken control of, have all the momentum after winning two very very good games and blowouts at home um going back to utah this was not going to be easy and the guys responded i mean terrence Mann got the start tonight and he delivered um so prayers up to claw uh i hope he's all right um hopefully he's in high spirits i know he's bummed obviously but hopefully it's not as bad as we think it is and we get a good diagnosis for the guy um, and hopefully it's not that bad. Hopefully we can stretch any series out for as long as possible. Um, hopefully we wrap this series up in six games and we move on to the conference finals for the first time. And hopefully maybe he'll be healthy. You never know. Miracles could happen. You just never know. But uh, hopefully Claw is all right. And yeah, let's move on to the game. Uh, it is. It was announced that Terrence Mann is starting for the Clips tonight. And uh, this is a good move. I mean... Every Clipper fan and their mother has been clamoring for more Terrence Mann minutes. And we got that tonight. He played 26 minutes tonight. He played extremely well. He bodied the fuck out of Rudy Gobert. Oh, my gosh. What he did to Rudy Gobert tonight was just insane. He just he said, fuck it. He just drove right at him. Slammed it down with one hand. It was incredible to see, man. It was crazy. And, um, I mean, let's get, let's before we get into the game, shout out to Doc Rivers for another playoff collapse. The Sixers had an all-time playoff collapse tonight. Um, I didn't able, I wasn't able to watch the game, but I was able to catch the fourth quarter. Uh, I watched the fourth quarter back, and uh, it's just comedy, man. It's just comedy. Um, Doc Rivers sucks. Um, it's just, I think uh, everyone can see that now. I really want to see the Hawks in the conference finals. That'd be so sick. I mean, to have both four seeds be in the conference finals just shows um just shows that anything's possible man i mean the clippers being the four seed have a chance to go up uh to their first conference finals ever and the atlanta hawks have a chance to get to their um first conference finals in a minute so that'll be cool to see if that does indeed happen both of these guys 
uh, both the four seeds have the three-two series advantage over the one seed right now in both conferences. So that's really awesome to see. Um, so let's get into the game, man. Paul George came out of the game firing. He was really aggressive, getting to his spots early. Uh, he had a really, really good first quarter. Let me actually pull up the first uh, the stats by quarter real quick on NBA.com. I know Paul George had a really, really strong first quarter. Uh, let me pull it up. Box score. All periods, first quarter. Paul George in the first quarter had... Um, he was 4-6 in the field, 10 points. Samuel Marcus Morris, 10 points in the first quarter, 4-7 from the field for Mook. You could not have asked for a better start from the Clippers in that first quarter. The Jazz were lighting it up from three. They had 17 first half threes, including 10 in the first quarter. They were 10 of 15 in that first quarter. Boyan Bogdanovich was 6-7 from three, 6-7 from the field in that first quarter, throwing up an absolute haymaker. And the Clippers were able to survive, only being down one point in that first quarter. Ended up being 65-60 Jazz in that first half. Paul George... In uh, that first that first half was amazing. He had 22 in the first half. Marcus Morris had 12 in that first half. Paul George putting the team on his back like he's Paul George. That song is such a vibe. I was listening to that song earlier. Reggie Jackson, 10 points on 4 of 8 shooting in that first half. Um, and Luke Kennard had some good minutes. He was 2 of 4, 2 of 2 from 3, 6 points in that first half. The Clippers absolutely survived a haymaker from the Utah Jazz in that first half. 17 made threes. They were 17 from th out of 30 for th from three in that first half. And the Clippers were only down five, which is absolutely insane. That's just what a way to fight, man. Just, oh, my gosh. I can't even describe how happy I am for these guys tonight. Uh, I'm just so proud. I've never been more proud of a Clipper team ever in my life, to be honest with you. In the second half, Marcus Morris had 14. Uh, not 14. He had 13 in the second half. Um, 25 points for Marcus Morris. Um, Nicholas Batum defensively was insane. He was one of the, he has some of the best hands in the league by far. The deflections he makes, I mean, he gets into the passing lane so well. Such an underrated defender. Oh, oh my gosh, he was so good tonight for the Clippers. To be honest with you, um. Man, Paul George had some good passes tonight. He was getting downhill, making the right play. Um, and the Clippers, man, they, they they responded to so many really, really tough Utah runs. I mean, Boyan Bogdanovich, like I said, was absolutely killing them in that first half. Uh, he had 30 point, 32, I believe, in the game. Yeah, he had 32 points on 10 of 20 from the field, 9 threes. Um, and Jordan Clarkson was hitting some bullshit. I want to talk to Royce O'Neal for a second. My God. Kawhi gets injured and Royce O'Neal thinks he's the toughest fucking guy in the league. And Royce had 12 points on 4 of 11. He's a fucking bum. I don't give a fuck about any of these dudes on the Jazz. Fuck the entire Jazz franchise. Let me just say. These fucking guys have been playing dirty the entire fucking series. Rudy Gobert grabbing at fucking uh, Marcus Morris's ankle. When he was stepping over him, like, get a fucking grip, dude. You're, you're such a pussy. I fucking hate the Jazz. I've never liked the Jazz. I never liked Mike Conley because he's fucking killed the Clippers his entire career. And, you know, I just, I don't like Joe Ingles. Fuck Joe Ingles. Um, I mean, that foul he had on Kawhi was obviously the reason how, like, the way Kawhi got injured. It wasn't anything crazy, but fuck Joe Ingles anyway. Just fuck the Jazz in general. Um, Donovan Mitchell had a really bad game, his worst game of the playoffs, uh, 21 on 6-19 from the field. 
and the Clippers were, uh, for the most part, running the Jazz off the three-point line in that second half. I don't think they attempted a three in that second half, in that third quarter, excuse me. Um, so the Clippers' attention to detail in the second half, especially that third quarter of running them off the three-point line, was really, really successful. And every role player that played last night, except for Rajon Rondo, was really good. Rondo cannot play. Rondo sucks. Uh, playoff Rondo, I don't want to fucking hear it anymore. Um, he's absolutely been dreadful the entire playoffs, pretty much. And yeah, I don't want to hear anything about playoff Rondo ever again until I see something from him. So, uh, yeah, Patrick Beverly played some good defense tonight. He's absolutely been everywhere the entire series on defense. Um, he can't get enough credit. Um, he deserves more credit. He finally hit a three for the first time since like the end of May, I believe. Um, and yeah, man, I mean, I just, there's not enough things to say about this Clipper team. And per Clippers PR, Paul George is the first player in franchise history to score 20-plus points in 12 consecutive postseason games. So Paul George has eclipsed 20-plus in every game uh, in the playoffs this season. Uh, how about that for Pandemic B? Whatever y'all want to fucking call him. It's bullshit. And Paul George has done absolutely everything in his power to shut down the narrative. And he has, in my opinion. I mean, Paul George has been so good the entire postseason. Outside of Game 1... In this series, the Jazz have had absolutely no answer for Paul George, to be honest. And I'm just so glad, man. I'm so proud of Paul George, man. I really wish I could have a conversation with Paul. Just how proud I am of him. It's just, it, it really makes me emotional sometimes, man. Like, I start, I sit down. I just think about how much shit this guy goes through from, you know, national media or the, just the outside world in general, all the casuals. Just how much shit Paul George goes through. And the response he's put up this postseason just really makes me emotional sometimes because I just I've never been so proud of someone. And let me just say this, man, Paul George, if you win us this next game at home, you will become my favorite player of all time. It's and nothing will ever change that ever. If Paul George wins Game Six for us, if he does another, if he has another performance like he did tonight. He'll be my favorite player of all time, favorite Clipper of all time. He'll top Chris Paul for me as favorite Clipper ever, easily. Like, and not easily. I love Chris Paul as a Clipper, obviously. I think everyone did. But Paul George will be my favorite player of all time if he wins us this series, if he wins it at home, if he wins it in Utah. He'll be my favorite player ever. Uh, I'll just say that. And he, Paul George, uh, he was gassed at the end of the game. He had some really bad turnovers, I will say that. I'm always going to criticize him for what he did do wrong or if he had some bad plays. He had some bad plays down the stretch, I will say that. He had five really bad turnovers, but he was gassed. I mean, Reggie Jackson was really, really hitting his shots at the end. He had a couple of really, really bad bailout shots, but hey, I'll take it. 22 for Reggie tonight. Um, and that Paul George and one. Was insane. He had a really nice and one, a big bucket in the paint. Um, I can't remember what the score was exactly, but it was a really, really clutch bucket. And I just, I can't even describe eh, how excited I am. Excuse me for uh, game six tomorrow, man. I really am excited. Um, and the Jazz, they they went on some runs. They made it interesting at the end, but I tweeted the Clippers are going to respond. They have all season. I have so much faith in this Clippers team. For whenever any team gives them a good run, they're going to respond. They're going to push it back up to what the lead originally was, and that's exactly what the Clippers did. And then Terrence Mann put Rudy in the rim, drove straight at him, zero hesitation, absolutely threw him right through the rim, and Rudy came up hobbling after he trying to play it off. Like, now nah, you got shit on low, bro. Like Terrence Mann is absolutely fearless. Is 
what a game what a what a game man starting in place of Kawhi Leonard Terrence Mann did absolutely everything in his power to uh, do whatever Kawhi would do man I mean you couldn't have asked for a better player to fill um, that starting role, man. And Terrence Mann was awesome last night. And uh, one last time, fuck Royce O'Neal for acting all tough. He missed some wide open threes at the end of the game. And uh, Karma comes back to bite you in the ass, you fucking bitch. Fuck Royce O'Neal. Fuck the Jazz. Um, I really don't give a fuck, man. I-, I try to be as nice as I can on this pod, but the Jazz, the Jazz have been so dirty this entire series. Like They're a bunch of fucking losers on that team. To be honest with you. Uh, postseason career high for Marcus Morris tonight. He had 25. Um, and I think I have all the reason be- to believe that uh, Marquise Morris was in the building, right? I mean, he better be at game six. My goodness, he better be at game six. Um, let's finish it off here. I want to send a quick little message to Clipper Nation. If you guys are going to game six, if you guys have a ticket to game six, and you, are, you do not plan... To cheer your ass off every single possession, every single defense chant, every single let's go Clippers chant. If you guys do not have intentions of doing that, do not even bother walking into that arena. I need every single person who is going to absolutely blow the roof off of Staples Center. I want it to be the loudest Clipper game in history. I want Staples Center to reach new heights of loud that it's never ever seen before so guys once again if you guys are going to game six full capacity you guys better be blowing the absolute fuck off of that roof please that's all i ask of you guys the guys are going to love it please 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 blow the fucking roof off i want more than anything to be there i wish i could be there um i tried everything in my power to be there but I won't be able to be there. I'll be watching from home. But I will be cheering my ass off from the TV, from the couch, wherever the hell I'll be. But I am so excited to see all of you guys in the arena. I'm so excited to hear all of you guys. And let's make history, man. The Clippers, once again, have a chance to make history. And I'm so excited to see where this game six takes us. It's going to be incredibly hard. It's going to be hard. But I'm proud of the guys. But more importantly, I'm proud of Paul George for what he did last night. I am beyond. I'm just beyond myself, man. I just I was getting emotional last night, man, for uh, the response by these guys to coming out and competing, not being absolutely gutted that their star player isn't playing anymore. Their number one guy. But Paul George was that guy last night. He was the best player on the court by far last night. And... Uh, Let's let's close it out at home, man. What an opportunity. The script could not have been written any better for tomorrow. And let's do it, man. Let's make something special happen tomorrow. So the Clippers won 119 to 111. Uh, we'll read some stat lines before we head on out. Nicholas Batum, 9 points. is a plus 13. 3 of 6 from 3. Uh, Marcus Morris, 10 of 16 from the field. 3 of 4 from 3. 25 points was a plus 18. Reggie Jackson had 22. Paul George, 37, 16, and 5. One of the most underrated rebounders in the league. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard both will give you a lot of boards. Insane stuff. Terrence Mann, 13 points. My goodness, what a good game from Terrence Mann tonight. 4-5 from the line, 4-8 from the field. Um, 
Luke Kennard had six points, two of six from the field, two of four from three. Patrick Beverly played 17 amazing minutes, finally hit a three last night, played some great defense, was all over. He was playing his ass off, hustling his ass off on defense. And Patrick Beverly, that's all you can ask for. I mean, he has a really good Pat Bev game. Bogdanovich, Boyan Bogdanovich, 32 on 10 of 20, 9 of 17 from 3. Royce O'Neal, fucking bum-ass O'Neal, 12 points on 4 of 11. Uh, Donovan Mitchell had 21 of 6 of 19. Um, and Jordan Clarkson had 15 on 5 of 12. Clippers went 19 and 11. They are up 3 to 2 in the series. They went into Utah, and they let them have it. The Clippers let the Jazz have it. And that's going to be it for me, guys. If you guys did enjoy, make sure you guys do follow me on Twitter at TreyLAC underscore. That's T-R-E-Y-L-A-C underscore. And I will see you guys after game six. I'm going to try to record. Uh, depends on what the emotions are like. Maybe I'll even do like a Twitter spaces to kind of get some uh, thoughts on the game or whatever. But, man, am I excited. Thank you guys so much for all the love and support on the pods. Uh, I'm so glad I was able to finally get one out for you guys. So yeah, I'll see you guys after game six. Go Clips. You guys know the vibes. Love y'all. Peace.